Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsayed Lee. The goal of the Jesus Witch Podcast is not to be evangelical or theological, but to simply discuss the ways to incorporate Jesus into your witchery practice that shines a light on his truth, his love, and his message of oneness. I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, so don't forget to subscribe to the show and also rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. My name is Lena Osaya Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on Instagram. And today I'm going to be telling you a little bit about my story, who I am, and my goal for this podcast. So let's just jump into it with who am I? So as I said before, my name is Lena. I am a mama of two little boys. My eldest is six. His name is Dexter. He's a Sagittarius with an Aries moon and a Cancer rising. Then my littlest, his name is Scott. He is two years old and he's absolutely insane. He's a Virgo sun, Virgo Mars, Virgo Venus, all conjunct his Virgo midheaven with a Gemini moon in the eighth house and a Scorpio rising. So if you know anything about astrology, um, you know that I'm I'm definitely in for it when it comes to that little man. I am also happily married to my high school sweetheart. His name is Jack. He is a Gemini sun, a Capricorn moon, and a Leo rising. Very interesting big three. I might as well just throw my big three out there while we're at it. Um, I am a Taurus sun, Taurus moon, and a Scorpio rising. So um, I definitely have an exciting chart. We'll talk about that in another episode. But anyway, um, we live in the mountains of upstate New York. It is absolutely gorgeous here. My only complaint is that the nearest grocery store is about 30 minutes away and the nearest Target is like an hour away, which is a little bit, little bit insane. I grew up downstate New York um, where you could like literally spit and hit a convenience store because everything was so packed in and together. Um, I didn't grow up in New York City. I grew up in the more suburban area of New York. But anyway, um, let's talk about my childhood. Let's talk about growing up. So growing up, I was Roman Catholic. Um, I would describe my family as more of casual Catholics than like actual devoted Catholics. My parents did not go to Sunday Mass, but they did force me to go to Sunday school, which I remember as a kid, like not being, um, (laughs) not being super fond of that. Like, why do I have to go to this church and you don't? Um, I remember as a kid really loving God, loving learning about him, loving learning about scripture and all that stuff. But I really did not like the rigid theological end of Catholicism. I didn't like how ritualistic it was and how, um, to me, it almost seemed like just like a big club, to be honest. And I wasn't really down for that. I wanted something more. I wanted something more um, intimate and where I could really, really get to know God and who he was and who he really like is and what he really wants us to be like. Um, and I didn't feel like I was getting that in the Catholic Church. Um, my parents really wanted me to grow up. Catholic so they didn't let me leave the Catholic Church I eventually was kicked out of the Catholic Church because I was being bullied at the time so obviously 
because I'm a girl. It's my fault that I was being bullied. So like they asked me to leave. Um, it didn't help that a couple weeks before I had dyed my hair black and that like, you know, like you're dying your hair black, you're super satanic kind of thing. Um, so my Catholic career ended <laughs> uh, in like early middle school. I would say seventh grade was the last time I went to a Catholic church. After that, I started to go to non-denominational Christian churches with my friends. And that was really where I felt like I met the Holy Spirit, where I really met um, a passion for Christ and like knowing who he is and wanting to know him kind of thing. Um, I felt like the faith was a lot less rigid and theological based and more loved based. Um, but it still just didn't it just didn't click to me these non-denominational churches I felt like they weren't a community and I was really looking for that like kind of church community I was also looking for something more like I was starting to get into um, energy practices by the time I was 17 I was um, a vegan already so I was like really getting into like holistic health and doing things on a more alternative way um, so eventually I just stopped going to churches altogether and turned to the more metaphysical side because I thought it fit better with this like vegan lifestyle that I wanted to lead and um, after I had my first baby in 2015 I really wanted to learn more about him and how I could be the best parent that I could possibly be for him and so I discovered astrology um, astrology was a huge 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 bridge break builder for me um, because it I feel like if you have an atheist in your life the easiest way to get them to believe in some sort of higher power or spirituality um, or like the woo-woo side of life in general is probably to study their birth chart with them and show them how specific um, astrology can be how it's like a lot more than just your sun sign and how um, the aspects and the angles and you know how the planets and the houses and all of this play a part in creating your personality or your um, soul contract so that's like a little tangent I definitely recommend astrology astrology for atheists that should be like a thing um, but astrology really started me down like a, a witchy path I really got into it I got into tarot into like reading different things and as I was doing that I abandoned my relationship with God I didn't see how there was a world where I could be practicing tarot and practicing astrology and also have the love of Christ in my life um, but I definitely felt like something was missing like something really big was missing from my life when I was practicing just witchcraft without Jesus so I got myself um, started looking for a church and uh, I got myself wound up into a little bit of a Christian cult kind of situation <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of the International Church of Christ, um, but I ended up there and for like three years, I was in this absolutely controlling church. Like they used the word of God and twisted it in whatever way they possibly could to fit their own narrative. Um, and it was just, oh my gosh, the way that the way that the word was used against me and the way that the word has been used against so many people I know because of that church um, was really eye-opening and it was upsetting. Um, and it took, me, it took me three years to get out of the church. The first thing that really started to bother me about the International Church of Christ was they had like this movie night um, 
for the adult women, and they did this separately with the men as well, um, but for all of us women, they showed us this documentary by this guy named Guy Hammond, and um, I can't even tell you what the name of the documentary was. All I could tell you is watching that was freaking traumatic. Um, it was all about how, you know, gay people are sinners and, you know, like they should turn away from their lifestyle and like, you know, we don't accept them into our church. Like it was just like some serious homophobic propaganda. And that was the first time when I was sitting in those pews, I really felt Jesus like screaming at me, like the Holy Spirit that dwelled inside of me was just like so angry and so distraught. I remember going home and just crying for hours after watching that because I I didn't know how a church that was like saying they were so loving and so accepting and so this that and the third could show this type of documentary and still call themselves loving and still say that they were preaching the love of God like no that didn't that did not work for me so that was like the first seed um, that was planted in my brain of like why I needed to leave the ICOC um, and now a quick break to talk about a few ways that you can help to support our show. I absolutely love Christian witchery, reading the Bible through open eyes and connecting to Christ on a more metaphysical level. My passion for him and sharing his truth is a huge reason why I started this podcast. But if this podcast isn't enough, your soul is hungry for more and you want to dive deeper into your craft with Christ, I offer Christian witch coaching sessions so that I can help you on your journey to Christ. During our sessions together, I would help you to create biblically based spells, deconstruct parts of the Bible, and search for Christ's truth that he is speaking directly to you. I charge $45 for 30 minutes or $80 for 60 minutes with discounts when you book in bulk. Click the link in the show notes page to learn more about this service. Another service that I offer is birth chart readings. I absolutely love astrology. I love helping people dive into their chart and work with planetary placements that may be a little bit more challenging for them and learn how to step into the best version of yourself with guidance from the stars. A birth chart reading with me is done over Zoom and it includes affirmations for each one of the planetary placements that we discuss and suggestions to help you work with them. Oily happy mail intuitively created based on your birth chart personalized notes about your specific birth chart and an option to receive a recording of the call. I also offer astro parenting coaching calls to help you understand your kiddo's birth chart where we discuss ways for you to connect with your child on a soul level and how to set them up for success based on their planetary placements. To learn more about the readings that I offer and pricings for each, click the link in the show notes page. In my personal witchery practice, essential oils are the main tool that I use for my spell work. I specifically use Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed-to-seed -seed promise. This promise ensures to me that the oils that I'm getting are not only pure, but sourced in a way that protects the earth and keeps the energetic frequency of the oils high. Another really awesome thing about Young Living is the community that we've created through oils. Our Young Living tribe is called the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Co in this name stands for community because we're all about creating community with like-minded souls looking to better themselves and deepen their journeys into spirituality. Each month, our community hosts a full moon circle, a new moon circle, classes over Zoom and through text message to help you learn unique and different ways to use your oils. As a member of the Sun and Moon Oily Co, you also get access to whenever we do exclusive classes or Zoom calls that are meant for our community specifically. If the Sun and Moon Oily Co sounds like a community that you want to be a part of, click the MyYL link in the show notes page to check out some of my favorite oils 
Or there's also a link in the show notes page to book a free 10-minute consultation with me to discuss your specific needs so I can create a custom oil blend just for you. Speaking of essential oils, I also offer pre-made and pre-charged spell oil blends for you to work into your magic practice over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co. shop. Click the link in our show notes page to check that out as well. Last but not least, you can always contribute to our show by making a one-time donation over on paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and now let's get back to our show. Then I was starting to have issues with people in the church, like just like normal clicky behavior but it was really eye-opening for me and then the last thing the final straw was I was really like depressed after I had my second I mean my first baby after I had Dexter I had like severe postpartum post-traumatic stress disorder um we could talk more about that in a future episode of this podcast but um I had some really bad postpartum PTSD and I was struggling a lot with my mental health and like not wanting to be on this earth and I had like a plan to get myself off of this earth if you catch my drift and I told my church family about this plan and they were just telling and I told them that I, I wanted to go to therapy and they told me that my desire to go to therapy was just Satan trying to get me away from the church and then that weekend <laughs> for Sunday service after they told me that they had a visiting um, preacher from another um, another region of the ICOC And he talked about how he was, like, in the military and, like, he experienced a lot of trauma there and had, like, PTSD. And he was struggling with suicidal ideation himself and just being really aggressive towards his wife. And how his church family really encouraged him to go get therapy and get help and helped him get there and held him accountable. And that was it. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I am not valued here. I am not looked at as a person. I am just looked at as a number. Um... I felt so far away from God at that point in my life. I just felt like I was going through the motions and I needed to just leave. So that was the last Sunday service I ever attended with the International Church of Christ. They tried very very (laughs) half-acidly to get me back to come, like to get me back into the church, but I, I just wasn't gonna go back. And they gave up after not too long, like after a few weeks, um, because I think they knew, I think they knew that I was not about to be part of this church again, especially after um, hearing that other preacher speak and learning how um, devalued or disrespected, I don't know the right word to put there, but how um, unimportant my own mental health was. And I know God didn't put my mental health in that unimportant place. I knew he felt that my mental health was extremely important and I felt a huge pull from him to go to therapy. So that's what I did. I left the church, I went to therapy, and I started to deconstruct myself. So the first thing I did when I left the ICOC was I bought myself a new deck of tarot cards. Um, The ones that I had before I went to the ICOC, I burned. as like a testament to my faith in God kind of thing. Um, So I got myself a new deck of tarot cards. I started doing spell work again. And I just felt so connected to the spirit. Um, And when I was pregnant with my second baby, that's really where the witchy world like opened up to me. I would definitely say my first baby brought me on this path because he led me to astrology. Um, But then my second baby like just... 
he showed me so many different ways that I could incorporate Christ into a more like physical practice. I had a home birth with him and a lot of it was spiritual. A lot of it was, you know, talking to the Holy Spirit and talking to Jesus and, you know, like being in my head with him the whole entire time that I was in labor. And I really met um, the spiritual and the physical at that point. And for me, it was just like game over. I'm like, this is how I have to believe. This is how I have to work. Um, so from then on, I kept just trying to figure out different ways that I could be a witch, but also um, love my Jesus because I really love Jesus. And I hope that's one of my biggest goals for that to, to, for that to come across in this podcast is that I really have um, a hunger for him, a hunger for his love, a hunger for his message. Um, he has put this very specific message of love and unity and um, equality and just like faith before fear and having just this radical faith that eliminates fear um, on my heart and I really feel like I need to share it so that's why I'm you know doing this podcast after Scott's birth it took me a few years to be really confident in saying that I'm a Christian witch or saying I'm a Jesus witch I definitely identify more as a Jesus witch than a Christian witch um we could talk about that in another episode too but uh it took me a few years to really get my footing you know, and really figure out how I wanted to have my own practice um, while working the Bible and using the Bible basically as a grimoire. Because if you go through the, the Psalms, right, it's essentially just a whole book of spells. Like you could use Psalm 27 for protection or um, Psalm 55 to petition a prayer um, and get justice. There are a lot of different uses for each one of the psalms that are magical but they're also biblical because they're right there in the bible and then i really have a passion for creating spells based on scripture so it's another thing i'd like to talk to you about is how i do that um but essentially the goal of this podcast is not to be theological it's not for me to sit here and tell you how to believe um, when i share belief systems or scripture or any of that kind of stuff it's from my own perspective and the, my own way of interpreting it and what the holy spirit has put onto my heart the only thing that i theologically will ever definitively recommend I don't know like I guess like a must-have of being a Jesus witch is to love Jesus and to emulate him and so let's think about what are the characteristics that Jesus has right he is loving he is forgiving he is slow to anger but he's not afraid to stand up for himself and for what he believes in um, he eliminates fear he's the prince of peace he brings joy these are the things that I feel like Jesus witches should be emulating and should be intentionally putting out into the world instead of like doing um, hexing and cursing. I believe that Jesus witches should be blessing our enemies and like petitioning God for justice um, and doing specific things like that. And those again, we'll talk about that kind of stuff in a future episode. But the goal of this podcast, again, not to be theological, but to just help you to think, to help you to see the Bible in a different light, and to help you reclaim the sacred power that is in you when the Holy Spirit dwells in you. It says clearly in, in Scripture that when the Holy Spirit dwells in us, when we accept the Holy Spirit into our lives, it dwells in us. That is a huge power. That is the power that resurrected Jesus Christ from the grave, dwelling in us. Like, 
just think about the kind of magic you would be able to create if you put that power of the Holy Spirit into it. If you went with the lead of the Holy Spirit and, you know, did spell workings that brought blessings not only into your life, but into the lives of others. I have so many different episode ideas for this podcast and I can't wait to record them and share them with you. Um, I have like a list of over 20 different things in my phone right now and they're all from like you know talking about different deities that are in the Christian Bible to talking about sex magic and love spells um, worship talking about hexes and working with like your challenging planet planetary placements that are in your birth chart um, I have so many different ideas for this season for next season and I'm just really excited to do this podcast and again just truly share the love of Christ and share that there is a different way to love him you do not have to be in a pew every single week you do not have to be kneeling at the front of the altar every single week you can have the Holy Spirit dwelling in your heart you can have an altar in your home you could be hitting your bathroom floor on your knees while you're praying and still have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you you can light some candles and send some intentions places and send energy places and have the Holy Spirit direct that energy so it goes exactly where you want it to go um being a jesus witch is powerful his power is unmatched like even the darkness trembles at the name of christ like every entity respects jesus as as king as supreme and so i truly believe when you work your magic through christ and allow jesus to be the one propelling your intentions and sending that energy out into the universe for you it just becomes so much more potent and so much more delectable and nothing nothing happens as a result of this magic that you work with jesus christ that doesn't serve not only your highest self but the highest self of every single person involved in the situation i feel like working with him is just working with the most fair mediator and working with somebody who really has everybody's best interest in mind and will do like everything he'll give you the world in order to make sure that your highest potential is being shown through this is something that i could talk about for hours and we will talk about this for hours as we continue to go through this podcast but that's all i have for now i hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about me and if you want to connect with the podcast on instagram you can follow us at the jesus witch pod um, you could also follow my instagram at lena the jesus witch and if you would like to support this show and what i am trying to do here i have a paypal link that you can donate to it is paypal.me slash the jesus witch podcast and any revenue that is brought in through that link will be used to make the podcast better the first thing i'm saving up for is a microphone i'm currently using like a pair of dollar store headphones to record this podcast so i would like to save up for a blue snowball microphone i need about 70 dollars for that so if you would like to contribute to that and getting this podcast the microphone that it deserves you can click the link in the show notes page but all links will be in the show notes page one thing i really want to do with this podcast is leave you off on a verse of the day so today our verse of the day is matthew 5 verses 43 through 48 which states you have heard the law that says love your neighbor and hate your enemy but i say to you love your enemies pray for those who persecute you in that way you will be 
acting as true children of your father in heaven for he gives his sunlight to both the good and the evil and he says rain on the just and the unjust alike if you love only those who love you what reward is there for that even corrupt tax collectors do that much if you are only kind to your friends how are you different from anyone else even pagans do that but you are to be perfect even as your father in heaven is perfect so i really like this verse and i chose this for our first verse of the day because i really feel like this teaching of jesus shows my goal with this podcast which is really just to show his love and love everybody else um and communicate that his message is one of love so that is why i picked that verse for today that verse will also be in the show notes page um so that you can like copy it and put it in your own bible or go highlight it in your own bible but anyway i hope you enjoyed the first episode of the jesus witch podcast thank you so much for spending time with me here today and i will catch you next time Bye bye